I'm ready. Are you ready? May you be happy, be safe, be well, have comfort, have strength, have courage, have peace, have joy. May you be blessed today and every day. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to Christine. (laughs) I met Christine at the movies, and we talked for hours like we knew each other for a long time. God is great. God is good. So I made a nice connection uh, and hopefully, you know, a new friend. So hope you're listening, Christine. God bless you. She knew the Lord and it was obvious. Okay, bow your heads. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight. For I can't walk alone. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for yesterday. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. Thank you for your tender care. Today and tomorrow, we know you'll be there. Thank you, Lord, for every plight. Thank you, Lord, it will turn out right. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, in every way. Father, how grateful we are that we don't have to beg, we don't have to plead, we don't have to wonder, we don't have to doubt. We just know that everything you said is absolutely true and that anyone who is willing to ask you to forgive them of their sin and surrender their life to your lordship, to your way, and to your will, well, everything, will change for all eternity and their lives will be amazing and we are grateful beyond all ability to express thanksgiving in Jesus name. Amen. And a word from Dr. Charles Stanley. I love him. Sorry, I do. It's immensely rewarding when you can lead friends to the Lord and watch them grow spiritually as a result. But life isn't always like that. At times along the Christian way, you may feel as if nobody's listening and you're alone with Christ. But take heart. Those who don't appear to care might years from now recall your godliness and the power of your faith. Let Paul's words to the Colossians serve as motivation. And we quote, Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith. End quote. Colossians 2, verse 6. 
I pray that this month will help you to continue to serve the Lord daily, even when no one seems to understand. Amen. Amen. Whether by rainbow, burning bush, or the mouth of the Savior himself, God delivered his promises throughout scripture, and there are thousands. But are all of his promises ones that we can claim for ourselves today? And if not, which ones can we depend on for both our earthly and eternal lives? We got lots of guarantees. We're going to talk about our approach to God's promises, his promise of healing, his promise of giving, his promise of love. Today we're talking about two brothers, one of whom was willing to sell his birthright for a bowl of stew, which was double his father's inheritance. Why would Esau relinquish such a valuable asset for a temporary need? Well, according to Hebrews, his foolish decisions sprang from a godless heart. Esau didn't value what God had given him, but was concerned only about his immediate needs. The problem with this mindset is that it leaves no room for things of eternal value. In other words, things of God. Of course, we'd all like to think we have enough common sense and intelligence to make good decisions, but as followers of Christ, we must rely upon the Lord's wisdom instead of our own. If you are constantly preoccupied with immediate needs and desires, you have to ask the Lord to help you understand what he wants for your future. Okay, I need to focus on that myself more, just more. Read his word and ask for guidance to a path that brings him everlasting glory. As was true for Esau, Certain decisions you make will have long-term consequences. So trust the Lord and carefully consider the eternal outcome before you make a commitment. Consider the eternal outcome before you make a commitment. Amen. Thank you, In Touch Magazine. Okay, we'll be back, listeners. Stay right there. I tell you, once I get started praying, listeners, I I just cannot stop. It is such a good feeling. Amen. Yes, amen. Okay, from my class notes. Here we go. I'm well rested. I'm ready. I'm ready. Here we go. Everything we do in our lives should be an act of worship. God looks out over our hearts and at our motives. We are to express to the Lord 
what is happening inside of us. Worship for God completes us. It is a part of our purpose. Who do we worship God through? The mediator, Jesus Christ. The word of God tells us how God wants to be worshiped. The lyrics that we sing need to line up with the truth. When you worship God from the depth of your heart, it could bring tears. Can you believe that no one else is worthy? No one else is worthy of our praise. We will stumble followers at times, but he wants us to be willing to be willing to keep his commandments. That's all. We are to walk around the earth just as he walked. The healthiest, wisest thing that we can do is worship God. He is a just God. It is only right and just that creation worship the Creator. That is why He alone is worthy. And the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Do what you want. God knows your heart. You know. You know how you can tell if someone is phony or putting on an act? We say that because we think we know their true heart. Well, God knows our true heart. Here is something that I myself have found out about the heart. The heart softens. It does. The more you help someone, the more you want to. The more people you help, the more people you want to help. It feels so good to do an act of kindness that literally you crave that euphoric feeling. Again, it is a euphoric feeling. The heart softens. You know how they'll say, oh, he has a heart. Or he has a heart of gold. Well, that is a very, very high compliment. But back to the heart. What do we say often? Follow your heart. The heart leads, not the brain. The heart is protected. People will say, protect your heart. Protect your heart at any cost. And when you have a heart, you give and give and give. In fact, 
You cannot and will not stop helping. So here we go again. We're called listeners. All of us listening to this podcast are called. We are called to build our hearts through sacrifice. It does have a cost. And the cost is simply time. Not returning evil for evil is showing our heart. You must get in the habit of giving. Okay, listeners, you gotta get in the habit of giving. It is only in giving that we receive. It is only in giving that we receive. We all want things. We do good in our lives. You know, we're nice to other people. We don't bother anyone. Well, we need to start bothering someone. We are to seek out those in need. Now, this is where God took over my pen. Okay. We are to draw near to God. And he will draw near to us. Get that genuine one-on-one relationship with God. Get it no matter what. Get your rest, which comes from God. And then ask him. What are you to do in all things? He will guide you in a very personal way. And this is another reason to worship. We get to connect with him when we worship. Worship can cause you to have a change of heart. Try it. For me... Worship is like a shower. I want it to come down on me with force. I am calling out God's name somewhat loudly. And that means I want him to hear me. That is worship. And if I want him to hear me, that means I am ready to receive Ask God's permission for things and watch how quickly he makes it happen. He sends his Holy Spirit. Have you ever felt the surge of the Holy Spirit come down on you with the gusto and energy to get things done? Yeah, that is God. is God. Stay with us. I'll continue some more. Be right back. And continuing. When the whole church is silent, that is when the Holy Spirit encircles. But guess what? The devil is there too. 
When we are worshiping, we are vulnerable. And that feels like an opening to the devil. Just be aware of it. And the devil gets mad when he cannot get in. Keep getting him mad. The essence of God is a spirit. The essence of God is a spirit. Amen. Proverbs is the soul of the Bible and Psalms are the spirit. Let's work on our soul and hear some Proverbs. Direction. We all need direction. To learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. The Lord approves of those who are good, but he condemns those who plan wickedness. Wickedness never brings stability, but the godly have deep roots. A worthy wife is a crown for her husband, but a disgraceful woman is like cancer to his bones. The plans of the godly are just. The advice of the wicked is treacherous. The words of the wicked are like a murderous ambush, but the words of the godly save lives. The wicked die and disappear, but the family of the godly stands firm. A sensible person wins admiration, but a warped mind is despised. Better to be an ordinary person with a servant than to be self-important but have no food. The godly care for their animals, but the wicked are always cruel. A hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies has no sense. Thieves are jealous of each other's loot, but the godly are well-rooted and bear their own fruit. The wicked are trapped by their own words, but the godly escape such trouble. Wise words bring many benefits, and hard work brings rewards. Fools think their way is right, but the wise listen to others. A fool is quick-tempered, but a wise person stays calm when insulted. An honest witness tells the truth. A false witness tells lies. Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise begin healing. Truthful words stand the test of time, but lies are soon exposed. Deceit fills the heart that are plotting evil. Joy fills hearts that are planning peace. No harm comes to the godly, but the wicked have their fill of trouble. The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in those who tell the truth. 
The wise don't make a show of their knowledge, but fools broadcast their foolishness. Work hard and become a leader. Be lazy and become a slave. Worry wastes a person down and encouraging words cheers a person up. The godly give good advice to their friends. The wicked lead them astray. Lazy people don't even cook the game they catch but the diligent make use of everything they find. The way of the godly leads to life and that path does not lead to death. Amen. Proverbs. (laughs) Okay, and God's purpose for your life. Always words of wisdom. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says, Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Amen. Through years of walking with God, Abraham developed the ability to see beyond his immediate challenges to the Lord who had great plans for him. He knew God could overcome any obstacle. So when the Lord commanded Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac at the altar, Abraham did not complain or cower in fear. He trusted that the Lord had purposes for the request. Abraham believed God that he would accomplish everything he had promised. In Abraham's life, we see two things that are essential to living a faith-motivated life. First, we must believe that God exists, that he is real, that he is true, and that he is trustworthy. Second, We must believe that he is faithful to do what he has promised us. So through our intimate relationship with him, we are fully convinced of his holy and loving character and that he acts only for our good. If you've been trying to work up your faith and have failed, it may be because you are building it on the wrong foundation. Faith is not a goal that you can work to achieve. It comes as you relate to God personally and see who he is. So grow your faith, know him, and believe. Jesus, I believe you. Help me to know and love you more. Amen. And Exodus chapter 4 verse 5, that they may believe that the Lord has appeared to you. 
every one of the great saints in scripture, Abraham, Moses, Joshua, David, Peter, Paul, and so on, felt inadequate for the task that the Lord gave them. On their own, they knew they were unable to accomplish what he was asking of them. But they also knew with God, all things are possible. Matthew 19, 26. Take Moses, for example. Even though the Lord miraculously called him from the burning bush, Moses was fearful he could not successfully deliver the people of Israel from Egyptian bondage. His timidity was not only in confronting the powerful Egyptians, Moses was certain the Israelites would reject him as well. He said, what if they will not believe me or listen to what I say? Exodus 4.1 You may feel inadequate to accomplish all God has called you to do, but take heart, listeners, because you are completely insufficient. But He is more than sufficient. The challenge you face exists to reveal His awesome existence through you. And when the Lord has given you success and gained His triumph, everyone, will know it was God who was with you the whole time. Everyone will know it was God. He will get the glory and you will have the victory. Jesus, I go forward with faith. I know you are more than adequate for this task and deserve all the honor and glory. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me today, listeners. God is so good. He shares his wisdom. He gives us guidance. We have his full support. We are under his direction and instruction. So we're covered, we're anointed, we're protected. We are blessed. We are blessed in the city. We are blessed in the fields. We are called, we are chosen. We are God's children and we are happy to be on board and happy to be on the right path. We are experiencing peace. We are experiencing joy. We are getting our rest. We are making less and less mistakes. We are asking for your permission before we do anything. All of that matters. And we're doing all that matters. So Lord, keep us in your eyesight. Keep your arms around us. 
We're here. We're ready. We're serving. We love you, Lord. Bye for now.